father's dying. My, our options are to let him pass or help him pass and revive him. We, Cyrus, Harum, Cadeth, and I went back to Harvestrum's temple to find something to help. Our Lady of Life help us, we went inside and we found some useful items and an orb with a skull inside that can store a soul. I'm not sure that Pa would want us to use it on him, but at least it'll be useful for Xerus. We picked it up, but we were attacked by some kind of dragon. We did manage to make it out alive, but the temple's destroyed now. Hi everybody, I'm Corey. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hey. Uh, let's go ahead and start introductions with Arya. Hi, I'm Lily. I'm playing Arya, the Divine Soul Sorcerer. Zeros. Hello, I am Zeros. Well, I am Dust playing Zeros. Uh oh. Uh, Ar Sorry. Hi, I'm Sierra. I'm playing Aram, the Glamour Bard slash Druid. Max? Hi, I'm Max, and I will play Kadeth, the Great Old Ones Warlock. And last but not least, our friend coming back from their lovely vacation to Vegas, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, um, and I am playing Rook, your half-orc, half-elf, uh, Oath of the Ancients paladin who is very confused. Um, we're going to start back up. Um, in the Underdark. Um, we're going to be... I think we're working our way immediately back trying to get back to Crystal Brook. Yeah. Now, in order to get down here, um, we jumped down a rock of questionable height. Um, we went back and we listened to the episode. And at first it was like 160. And by the next episode it ended up jumping like 200 feet. Yeah, 230 I think it was. Yeah, roughly. Something like that. So, when you guys get back, here's, here's where you're going to do this. <laughs> the rock cliff has gained another 40 feet. No. Uh -oh. So, our rocks are, our rope is 40 feet up now? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell is this? Uh, what happened on a rope? Well, I can cast Levitate on two people. And those two people can get up, but... Oh, this is great. I could probably climb it, climb to get to the rope, so maybe not worry about me. Yeah, I can climb, too. Alright. Here, let me go first to make sure it is actually climbable, because uh, I could probably take a, a fall. I'm gonna go up to the to the rock wall and try to find a, a like, some, like, 
grab, like I can grab and start trying to climb up to the rope. Okay. Go ahead and give me athletics. I don't, I don't think it should be that hard. It's only about 30, 40 feet. 22, yeah. So you're going to be able to uh, kind of get a foothold. Uh, maybe a piece of rock or two will kind of crumble down from your hands. It's not the most sturdiest of walls. Um, and you kind of get a feel like there's probably some sort of, I don't know, something underneath is kind of making this rock cliff slowly build. But that's more like tectonics and science, and that's not really what we're here for. So you're going to uh, grab the rope. Yeah? I was going to say, before he goes up, I will hand him something from my pack. Because I just realized I have both silk rope and hempen rope. So I'll pass him my 50 foot of silk rope. So he can tie it on there, so we don't need to cast a spell. Nice. <clears throat> Alright, go on. Is that? Uh, you can get up there. Um, pretty much tie it up. It's pretty solid. It's a bit of a climb compared to how you got down with Featherfall. Um, so, of course, we're just going to do some pretty standard athletics for everybody. DC 12. Shouldn't be too hard. Do I need to roll again? No, you get the 22. Oh. Aram's having some trouble. Kadith <laughs> will go last and try to help people up. Man, I'll, I'll be like near so I can catch somebody if they if I see them like completely fail and try to keep them from falling. I'm just gonna preemptively cast Featherfall on everyone in the party once we start climbing <laughs> and use one of my second level spells. <laughs> Um, anyway, athletics. I'm scared. Oh, hey. you did better than me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that kid that can't climb the rope during PE. <laughs> also good for Kadath. So, I mean, everybody but Sierra. Sierra, you seem to be having some some issues with the rope. Um... <laughs> You're gonna, since you're the only one on the ground. Oh no! I'm gonna watch everybody and start to climb up. And about halfway, when you get the idea, to just kind of like brush your hands off. We're gonna give you another try. You're gonna feel the ground underneath you start to rumble and, and shake. You're gonna see stones kind of trickle along the ground. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> Do we feel it? Uh, you guys can feel it. It's not nearly significant on the wall as it is on the ground. But looking back down, we can recognize that she is making no attempt to get to the rope to climb at this current second. I mean... I don't know, that's that's up to her, because at this point she is close enough to attempt another climb. 
I, I think after feel like that, she's definitely going to try and haul her ass up that rope. Okay. Please work. Give me another <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> I'm going to, like, hook myself where I am, like, wrap the rope around my arm to help lock me in place and cast the levitate on her. Use my other second level spell slot to at least get her off the ground so that she can stay in line with the rope. And yell at her, Arm, get your butt up the rope. <laughs> She's gonna start climbing with the help of levitate. As you're climbing, there's gonna oh, be a moment no. where you can hear the ground that you were standing on kind of fall through. As you look down, there's going to be a hole, and there's going to be two small yellow piercing eyes just kind of looking at you. Ah. And then you're going to all feel the ground kind of shake again, and that hole will fill in as the ground just kind of files like dirt again. And you'll watch this, this mound of ground just kind of move like a, a like a large fish underwater where it bubbles from the movement. Okay, climbing faster now. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Place gives me the creeps. You guys will make it up there. And then we're gonna need somebody to Roll us a survival to find the elevator again. Oh, I can do it. Um, can I give him the help? Would have mattered, but thank That's you for help. Um, Not terrible. As best as things seem, seems a little difficult. <laughs> You're gonna get a little lost in the. You guys are going to happen upon this kind of large rock wall. And these green bulbs. And they're just going to kind of seize a little bit. Kind of like they're breathing. They're stationary for the most part. They're not moving around. They're just breathing. But you can see basically a large field of these things. Yeah. Now that, that does not look safe. I may be wrong, but I don't think we went this way. No, probably no. not. This place no, is we amazing. definitely not. So we should probably not go this way. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a maze, guys. Eh. <laughs> uh. We go back the way we came, then? Trying my best here. Here, let me try see if I can find the path. Hey, I'll give you the help action. Who's in the back of the path? Probably Arm. Yeah, I was going to say either me or Arm. <laughs> Arm, we're only a perception. Fourteen. Oh, 
me a dex. A 16. So, you're going to see, kind of out of the corner of your eye, you're going to see somebody in dark, kind of like leather armor. They're going to have found their way up behind you. Now, they looked like they were going to kind of grab you. He caught on to him quick. And instead, you're going to feel this sharp blade pressed against your back. Out. <clears throat> Everybody turns. They're going to see a white-haired, long, probably about to its middle of its back, dark-skinned drow in this black leather armor. And they're going to have two things on their person. The first one is a knife, which is going to be pressed up against Arm's back. And the other one is this uh, darkened scimitar in the other hand. Am I taking your knife off, my friend? After I ask a few questions. Go on, then. Why are you here? You're from the Upworld. We needed something from the temple. Arm, you're going to feel that knife get just a little bit closer. <laughs> Temple? You mean to the dead god? Yes. Are you followers of him? No. Definitely not. No. You'll feel that dagger light up. Okay. He'll pull the knife back. He'll sheathe both his weapons. Sorry. Just need to make sure that uh, you weren't looking for sacrifices, Don. Arya's immediately grabbing Arm and pulling her away from this person. Arm is clinging to you now. <laughs> Not our style. I'm just trying to get out now. How'd you get in? Um, Elevator? Yeah. Are you talking about that uh, mechanical contraption to the north? Yes. Maybe. Kind of got turned around, so we're trying to find our way back. He'll look around through the dark, kind of almost peering farther than it seems that most of us can see. All right. He's going to point you in that direction. It's over there. 
probably about another hour's walk. I suggest you get out of here soon. Not a threat. Just, uh, this place isn't, uh, Uplanders kind of place. Uh oh, we lost our arm. We're all uh, playing different characters. No, oh, you lost. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Again? Hi. Hi. Can you guys Hi. hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Thank fuck. My Wi Fi's been going down intermittently this entire time. Oh. Oh, that's okay. bad. Yeah, so, uh,. That was the worst of them, so hopefully that won't happen again. Please continue. Again, help point. Basically, tell you that it's 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 really not safe down here. Uh, that's the plan. We were trying to get back up as fast as we can. Anyways, thank you for your help. Any chance someone as friendly as you could help us find the elevator and guide us over there? Clearly, none of us can see very well down here. I'd help you. But I'm currently hunting a pack of spiders. And a drider who leads them. Ooh, I don't like that. What a lot of our experience. Never had to tangle with a drider before. Yeah, most people don't want to. Here. He'll, um... He'll pass over a ring. Get it to take it. It's got one, one uh, use left in it. What to do? The ring of guidance. What you cast guidance? All right. Let's find our way out of here then. Happy hunting. You as well. As soon as he seems to be gone, Arya's gonna turn to everyone, clap her hands, and gonna go, Well, I am completely magic out, so I really want to get out of here. I'm magic out as well. Yeah, me too. Oh, he disappeared. That's with a 19. Uh, uh, do you want to do survival or do you want me to? I'll do it. I'll guide you. All right. One of you could help the other. And give it yeah, and we, I'll help you and guide you. Okay. Yeah, definitely gonna need that guidance. D four. You did point the way, so maybe that will help. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um. With the guidance, with the directions, and you know, with the help from your friends. You guys will eventually. It's going to take a while because you're a bit off course. Um, you'll you'll find the the elevator. Again. Is there any last things you guys want to do before adding to the surface? I don't think nope, it's safe to gone. do anything else. I think yeah. we're going. <laughs> I'm going to click that button. 
and the elevator will start making its way up. It'll take you guys about another 45 minutes to an hour to reach the surface. That misty, almost uh, mossy smell will recede, and you guys will find yourself in a cold, creaking, almost abandoned house again. We should get somewhere we can rest. I'm injured. And I don't have any more magic to my name. So we just want to head back to Crystal Brook? It's only an hour. Yeah, we left the kid oh, there, so we should get back. Yeah. And, and Rook. Sleeping in the village would be much better than out here in the middle of nowhere. Agreed. Alright. Head back. We're gonna, we're gonna pause here. Alex, what the hell? <laughs> what are you huh? doing? Don't Just forget like, I exist. Like, I did this! I didn't forget. Yeah, thank you. I think, I think there was a scene Max. Uh, before we what? returned uh, with the rest of the party. You wanted a scene with Dusty, I believe. I did indeed want a scene with Dusty Dash. Did you want to go over or share uh, the letters? Uh, no, I very much do not. Um, that that is between me and you. Um, but uh, long story short, Rook had to step aside to uh, do some correspondence, and we'll leave that at that. Um, but uh, after she got the reply, um. We'd probably head back inside uh, Arya's dad's house and start trying, like, keeping an eye on him, of course. Keep an eye on the child, who she did not expect the group to leave behind. Um, and I, I imagine after a while she'd just start, like, cooking something. I don't know what. Topping with potatoes. Was he even awake when you guys left him behind? Nope. He was asleep. No, he was asleep. Yep. So I imagine she's cooking soup, because that is a thing that she knows how to cook. There's going to be a couple of moments, right? When he's going to wake up, he's going to realize that everybody's gone. Mm. And he's pissed. Understandably. <laughs> and then he's going to have a conversation with the dragon. Mm. Something that seems almost mental. Mm. Like there's some sort of connection or wavelength being shared. And then he's going to kick Kadath's bed. Okay. Rook will not even look up from the preparation of soup. And say, soup are we doing? Uh, I imagine we are doing a potato leek soup. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> Lily loves leek soup. <laughs> and Rook likes potatoes, so. Is it really? Make it all the time, and with fresh bread, because you can't have soup without fresh bread. Okay. We oh, back? Okay, you're still there. Yeah, there you go. We back? Great. My Wi-Fi went out again. Sorry. Um, I didn't know that you like potato leek soup. That's crazy. Um, beep. Uh, so, like, slowly cutting up leeks, and doesn't even look up, and just says, You know you're gonna hurt your foot if you keep doing that. 
He's just... I don't think he's got anything smart to say about that. I, th I think he's just no going to kind of give a... Yeah, he's just going to kind of give that look like... Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We did leave a note. Yeah. Her... I, I don't actually remember what the note says. Um, to watch after her dad while we were gone. Ah, right. Um, or just says, "Do you want to help me make soup?" I don't know anything about soup. Well, it's about time you found out. Just put water in a pile and throw shit in, don't you? That's it. You're you're telling me, Dash, that you've lived on the street your entire life and you don't know how to make soup. Yeah. It's just water. You throw things in, it cooks, you eat it. Yes, effectively, but it's a little more fun than that. Come here. I think we have different ideas of what's fun. Indeed. Indeed. Um, it should, like, a little... I don't know how, how tall... How tall <laughs> I don't know how tall the counters are. Um, so I imagine Rick comes and gets, like, a chair. Puts that by the counter. Um, and she'll... He's, he's bigger than a toddler. <laughs> he is bigger than a toddler. No, I know um, that, but he's not that big! <laughs> What is well, he? He's eight years old. Eight. Oh, he's, he is eight, so we're we're gonna say he's somewhere around like four foot ish, give or take. Okay. A little bit on the tall, lanky side for an eight-year-old, but um, still, I guess still the chair needs the chair help. to see. Yeah, him. he still needs the chair. That's okay. I, I didn't argue and said he wouldn't. I said it still the chair would still help. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. He's he's just hesitant, like. Like a kid who knows that they're just not gonna have fun with it. If you're but not going to help, sorry, go ahead. No, he'll he'll kind of come over and step onto it. Yeah. Can I make it a asphalt? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I would really rather you not, to be quite honest. Um, we'll leave the cooking up to me. Just because I'm the one who's made soup before. But I will show you the process. In this case, I really would just like you to... Uh... What's a thing that goes in potato leek soup? I don't know. Um... Oh, I got a question. Uh, does, does, does Arya's... What? <laughs> you said, what's going to happen in potato leek soup? And he's going to look to you and say, if you tell me to shave potatoes. I'm leaving. I was actually going to ask you to uh, measure out paprika, so... Does Arya's dad have paprika? I'd probably say He'd so. have some kind of dried spice. Okay, some kind of spice that is relevant to potatoes and leeks. Which, in so, my brain, is paprika. Dill? Dill? There's Dill is a good few too. spices in and around this area that are kind of common. Okay. 
So they've got sea salt, of course, because yeah. a lot of people do some purification with seawater and they just use the salt from that. Mm. Um, they have uh, peppercorn, mm. which can easily be grown. Sure. And what they like to consider this allspice. Mm. It's a it's a weird amalgamation of like a couple of like mustard plants and some some some. Like a, a bit of this, a bit of that, and it creates this. I don't know. Just whatever you cook it with, it tastes different for each thing, but it should mm. work. Um, yeah. So you'll get some of that spice in. Okay. Rickle, Rickle assign Dash the task of measuring spices. I imagine she's a little disappointed not seeing the spices that she is used to seeing, uh, just because Nevesca is a very different country. Um, so. Imagine like spice spice outside of that city is very different. Um there, there are actually a few uh elven particulars that are grown there that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um she'll she'll assign him to the measuring of paprika. And uh she knows full well that he might put in way too much of something just to spite Kadith, because apparently he's <laughs> upset with Kadith. For reasons she does not understand. Um, but she'll be chopping the leeks and the potatoes and stuff, putting them in the pot. And eventually she just says, So, dare I ask if it would be helpful for you to talk about it? What is eating you? Usually fleas, maybe sometimes some mites. But if I take a good bath, they stop. <laughs> Sorry, poor turn of phrase. Why are you so pissed off? No I'm not gonna judge you. You can tell me whatever the fuck you want to tell me. I'm not going to be upset. I'm literally just curious. There's some things you talk about. And others you don't. Sure. There's some things that I imagine you and I uh, have in common a little more than I think you know. Maybe. So. Different place, same concept. You know what's a nice thing about Kroka? Thing I like about it. Should wait for him to respond. Yeah, yeah like huh? he's just gonna look to you. Like he's not gonna. He's waiting. He doesn't know yeah. that you're looking for a response. Okay. <laughs> just she'll wait for a minute and just like. <sighs> the nice thing about Kroka is that. When you're from there, you'll have the option to go anywhere you want. Believe it or not, you do have freedoms. Nevesk isn't like that. If they uh, see you as beneath them, 
much like any other city, you get left behind. But you don't have the option to look for anything better. So you're lucky, you know that? He's gonna... He's gonna laugh. Lucky. Oh, I Yes. You are lucky. He's just gonna look to you. What? <laughs> what do you think you know of me? I don't know much. I don't seem do to. I'm genuinely curious. What do you know? What I know of you... ...is that you were a child who was abandoned by the society that should have taken care of him. I wasn't abandoned. I was sold. My statement is still true. And, well, he, you're going to finally see him open up a little bit. Oh, chill back off. All right. <clears throat> I tell people, you know, I don't know where it came from. I give him some lie. My mom died or some shit. Truth is, I was sold. Parents didn't want me. I was just my mouth to feed. You know where I was really born? Where? Wellington. In the damn desert. I was sold to a slaver. And I was raised until I could be useful to anyone. And then... I think it was... Pr At six? There was a man who had been sold into slavery. Rightfully so, didn't want to be there. And so, when the slaver wasn't looking, he snapped his neck and freed us. I'm not saying I liked being a slave. But at least I was fed. I was then left on the street to take care of myself. And so I started uh, just kind of taking things here and there. And I kind of got by. And then I started getting noticed. And the guards caught up to me, eventually. They are your friends. Of course. Saved me. I'm not lucky. Far from it. And I get it. You had a hard upbringing too, but I'm not lucky. I'm not saying I have it worse than you. I'm not saying you had it worse than me. But lucky. That's bullshit. Rook 
face stays very, very straight through this entire conversation. But as soon as it was mentioned, two things. First of all, slavery, and second of all, age six. There's this glint in her eye that's just ever so slight. Like, the, the rage that she suppresses nowadays is back. And she says, No. I suppose, in a sense, you are not lucky. What do you know of me? Don't. Hmm. Hmm. Typically gonna assume to know you either. I do know. I would want I you know, to. Is that you and Kadath don't seem to be either. Maybe not completely, but more often than not. I know that Xerus is new to the group, and the person who died from the group was a close friend of Kadath. And you. Yes. Well, I'm not saying anything mean about them. Good. Just stating facts. Um, Aram's friends with Aurea, and they seem to have grown up together. As a whole, this party is dysfunctional. No one really speaks to anyone else about the secret things. We all kind of have our own agenda. We help each other. Well, you help each other. But for the most part, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like you're a bunch of strangers meandering together because it's convenient. All of life, though. Strangers being brought together by some twist of fate, even if we don't like each other, sometimes. We are still together. But you make a fair point. Hey, Dash. Really? You know why I called you lucky? Really? Because I'm dashingly handsome? Sure. Sure. You are a child. You should not be calling yourself that. With all due love and respect, you're a very handsome child, but you are... You shouldn't have to worry about being handsome yet. I do. No, no, that's not why. Oh. You didn't have to get accused of murder for someone to decide you were worth something. We've had very different experiences, you and I, but they're more similar than you think. And I want you to understand that not everyone is like that. Sometimes people legitimately just want to help you. That's hard to believe. Believe me. Take it from me, in gods. But... Sometimes people legitimately just want to help. Well, it's convenient, maybe. 
No. But you can't Not when say. it's convenient. And I've seen it. I've seen the way you've been angry before. Feels like somebody's abandoning you. I have been abandoned. Oh, yeah. Dash. Dash. But it eventually happens. Eventually, I'll become a burden. And I'll have to find my own way again. Dash, may I? I haven't stopped you. I didn't want to cut you off. You've been a burden this whole time. No one has abandoned you, and we're not going to. I know you don't believe me now. But eventually, you'll see it. Just stick around long enough to find out, okay? I think then you might have a very interesting conversation with Kadath. He's actually going to hop down from the chair. And he's going to head out of the building. His pack is still going to be there. But he's going okay. for a walk. Okay. I'd say that's a good time for the party to roll back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we see Dash walking out, or do we get back after he's gone? Um, I say we're going to have you guys kind of arrive about five minutes after that. He's he's kind of scampered off. Um, mm. You'll still see his pack, so you guys will walk in, you'll see the pack, and pretty much everything as you left it. Rook's in the kitchen, you'll smell the, the leek soup brewing. Arya's going to look around and then see Rook and smile, and then, uh, where's Dash gone? Uh, he and I had a bit of a chat. Um, he's fine, he's just taking a walk. Okay. Uh, Soup's gone, and, uh, what the f fuck happened to you all? Tato, <laughs> he'll come in. He's like, all bloodied up, nose like dried blood, stuff like that. And telepathically, you'll get Rook. Don't let us go into a death temple without you again. We really could have used you there. I certainly did not. Oh, and, oh my god. Um, and the since we're in Mama Rook, on us. we're fine. <laughs> I swear to fuck. Since. Rook is apparently in Mama Rook mode. Um, she will straight up go over to Kadath, slap him on the shoulder, and do all of her lay on hands. I actually think I'm Aram assuming might you are the one more. that looks the no, most. No, I think up. I think Aram or Zeros might. Look, we're all pretty bad. I'm at uh. Okay. I'm at 19 hit points out of 52. I'm at 39 out of out of 51. I'm fine. I'm at 34. 11 out of 34. So percentage-wise, yeah, I'm the worst. It's still going to you. <laughs> We're, based on the previous conversation, all of it is going to you. So you get 25 HP. It like do the little, you know, the shoulder shrug, the neck rotate, you know, that whole thing. Thank you. No problem. Um, Corey, question. Mm -hmm. Has anything about uh, Arya's dad's situation changed? No, he's he's stable, but okay. Yeah, 
there's cool. We had a bit of information last game. Um, oh, okay. But from from what the group discerned last game, no, he's he's still stable, but okay. it's not looking great. Sure. Okay. Merkel just nod and say, um, he seems to be at least stable. Not wonderful, but certainly not dead. Did you all get Critical. what you were looking at? Oh, Let's say Kadethel turned to Arya. Mind if I go check on him? That would be great. Thank you, Kadeth. I don't think I have the energy for that right now. <clears throat> Kadeth will walk by, go into the room where he's resting at, open the door. Does he need anything? Like, he's unconscious, stable. Like, how is he getting water, food, anything like that? Well, you just kind of do what most people do. You just kind of dribble a little bit of water at this point. All right, yeah, I'll um, give him, yeah, I'll help him out with some water, and I'll make sure his, maybe, uh, since he's unconscious, you know, roll him a bit so he doesn't get any sores. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kadith will, after that's all done, sit in a chair in the room by him and just write in his book that thing that I sent you, Corey. To answer your question, Rook, I suppose in a way we did, but I don't think it's going to be helpful. You wouldn't want that. You mentioned that you made food. She's gonna start I'm walking into the kitchen. It. Yeah, it's uh, it's just soup. I'm I'm not the world's best cook, but I can feed myself. So I imagined you all might like soup. You have some very interesting spices. Um, most of them end up being grown in the village, so I can see why you think that they're interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you know, when you work in the literal spice trade for a significant portion of your young life, you'd see some shit. Actually, now I really want that to help Corey. Um, a little bit ago, I posted a comment, something that I want to do. I just need permission to do it. I like the idea that he has one elven spice that's considered, like, the good spice. Because one of her dad's biggest things was making sure that Aram and Arya stay connected to their heritage. Okay. Um, <laughs> there really is sick. something known as Junith leaves. Um, those are elven, but also uh, actively sold from the elven culture. It's not one of the specialties they don't get enough. Okay. Um, so she'll go to the dining room real quick and grab a chair to go stand on it to get to the very top shelf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, this one at least I know you should recognize then if you've worked in the spice trade and she'll reach up and like be shoving her hand right to the back of the thing to find it. My dad likes to hide it at the back, otherwise we go through it too quickly and he says that it's too expensive to buy it too often. <laughs> and then she grabs the jar of leaves and holds it down to Rook. Rook will lift her hand not very high up. <laughs> given the height difference uh, and just take it and say God's above I never thought I'd see this again well, I mean I know they sell it but like I didn't... yeah maybe, maybe at, at the end I worry that it'll go too quickly they, they, the leaves tend to burn so the end perhaps absolutely Little taste of home, something everyone could use. Uh, sure. 
Um, she'll take them, them aside and kind of sit while the soup cooks and... I just survey the group. Y'all- y'all look like you've been through some shit. Well, you know the usual when you go down into the Underdark into a random temple of a Death Lord. Room full of skeletons with random crap, somebody picks up a living weapon, somebody gets trapped in a puzzle room, and then we get attacked by a dragon in the end. She'll say it all with a smile on her face, half laughing. Typical day! Typical yeah. Tuesday. Oh my god. Yep. Normal things that everyone goes through, really. Definitely, definitely. Zero, is she okay? Uh, Zero's is like half paying attention, but he has pulled out like the orb and it's just kind of turning around in his hands. Yep. Just focusing on that, but uh, he'll say, I'm fine. Okay. Aram, how's the eyeballs? <laughs> how is that, by the way? It's been a minute. <laughs> so we've had an update on how she looks. Um. So we're talking about with the transformation? Yeah, like any new eyeballs popping up or if she's floating or anything. You are mostly... Like at this point, you're in the stage where most of your body underneath your clothes is covered in scales. Um, the eyes have kind of stunted in growth, so like okay. they're about the same. Nothing like insanely different, but like it's still growing. It's just slow goings. Okay. Uh, Can I do a short rest while this is happening. Just quick question. Yeah. Okay. Oh. These guys have kind of stopped getting bigger, so that's good. Still itchy. Hate that. Um. Oh, I have a new pet. His name is Edgar Allan Poe. Would you like to see him? It's actually kind of cute. Is that the living weapon we're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want she's... to meet Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna kind of like, yes, <laughs> pull, pull Edgar Allan Poe off of her back and just kind of set it on the table, give it a nice little pat. So it's, it's gonna look like uh, pretty much a uh, standard wooden bow, right? Except it's gonna have a lot more knots in it. It's gonna seem a bit more gnarly the way the wood is. Uh, it's like somebody's found. <laughs> Uh, a branch of a tree that's just kind of fallen from a tree and it's been really mangled over the years. And it's going to have a purple string that goes from one side of it to the other. Uh, but you'll see little eyes open and, and kind of yellowish with like uh, those slitted kind of pupils. And it'll just. Ah, yeah. Mimic eyeballs. Got you. It whined and it was sad when we tried to leave without it. She's like a pouty face. He's not lonely anymore. Has it eaten anybody's face yet? No, no he I won't. Yeah, I mean, it licked Arm's face, but it was more cute. It was like a puppy. He's a good okay. boy. 
okay. It, it hasn't done anything dangerous, so it seems to be fine. What's up, Bo? How you doing? <laughs> it's just, it's just gonna kind of look at you. Uh, at this point, it doesn't really have much of a reaction. Yeah. Is it hungry? Like... She'll feed it some soup. Uh, it will not be interested in that soup. Do mimics yeah, eat no. like meat and stuff? You know, in a way, yes. Um, they prefer they prefer more of a a living specimen, kind of like a snake would. Okay, so like mice or something then. Yeah, yeah. Um, we could do a a history check on it in a bit. Um, yeah. uh, when we get some a little bit more downtime after eating, we can uh, yeah. definitely go over maybe some care items. Yeah. That we can figure out with like care and keeping it for mimic. <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Let's do a survival on that. Survival or Arcana? I'm gonna do survival. Oh, not twenty. Twenty. So mimics are interesting. They definitely prefer live prey. Okay. Um, they are carnivores. Um, so most of everything they're gonna eat is gonna need to be substantially meat. Okay. Um, their diets consist usually of smaller creatures and/or adventurers. <laughs> uh, mimics are considered, an, I believe, an aberration. Let me see. I think you're right. So, or a mo monstrosity, I think. It's it's one of the Sounds two. Right. Let me double check. I think they're a monstrosity. Uh, go ahead and check. Yeah, probably they are a monstrosity. monstrosity. Yeah. So these things are indeed uh, quite vicious, or usually can be. But their diet consists of anything living, bone, flesh, marrow, whatever you can feed it. Okay, well, she would happily catch it some little mice or squirrels or something from outside to feed it. Okay. After the meal. Um, I believe you guys want to either have a conversation or catch up or what was the plan? I think that's exactly what Zerus is going to say. So, what's our plan now? Well, I honestly don't think that it does anyone else much good to stay here. Um, there's nothing really we can do. We did Not have tomorrow. um. Go ahead. We did have other things to go mm -hmm. do out in the world. Question: Is it worth talking to that wizard in town? I was just about to mention that. Oh, sorry for taking the words out of your mouth. No, 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 no. You're fine. You got to it before I did. It's fine. <laughs> Mm 
na forma. Objection? No, but do we think he has any kind of magic that would be helpful for this? I don't. I don't know the man. I would assume you both do. Uh, I, I don't always know. He was a crazy old man down the way, just trying to keep kids away from. Uh, he was, you know, those scary houses where you get dared to go and knock on the door. <laughs> that was that house. Apparently, Arm saw him do something. Hmm. Okay. Something with sheep. Don't exactly remember. Um. <laughs> it turned cows into sheep, or sheep into goats, or something. Yeah, polymorph, I think. Okay. Ah, uh, but I don't know if he has anything to help. Other situation. Exactly, but I know we were going to see if he could teleport us to those ruins with that stone. Ah, okay. That we can use to help your father. Hmm. Regardless, we need a night of rest before we go do anything else. Oh, for sure. Yes, certainly. Would be nice. I mean, I don't really sleep, but y'all need it. Perhaps for today, we just think on everything that we have, all the information we've collected, and relax. We don't usually take a day to just breathe. Sounds nice. Well, alright. I'll be outside if you need me. Gonna get some air. Um, can I have the orb for a bit? He like uh, I like not like a like a twitch. Like he's like wants to grip on the orb more, but he's like stops and just hands it over to you. Sure. Yeah. She's just gonna sit on the couch and stare at it. I want to try to figure out. A little more about how it works. Okay. Uh, you can roll an arcana. Sure. And got a plus two. Ah. That's a natural one, unfortunately. Three total. Yeah, this thing is a mystery to me. <laughs> Gonna sigh and set it on the table and stare at it. It'd be easier to make a decision if we knew how it worked, what it did exactly, rather than just knowing it can store a soul. Hmm. I uh, have the oh god, what is it? The hat. Hat. Yeah. Um. I have yeah, identifying. The tricorn, yeah. Hand it to me, I suppose. I'll gently push it across the coffee table towards Rook. That would be very appreciated, if you wouldn't mind. I don't mind at all. Um, put her hand on it. Attempt to 
use the magic of the hat to cast Identify. Uh, go ahead. Uh, let me see if I can find Identify here real quick. I don't. I don't have it in my list yet. <laughs> yes, sir. Does. There we go. Identify. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it's magic item or other magically imbued object, you learn the properties and how to use them. Whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spell are any spells are affected the item and what they are and if the item was created by a spell you learn which spell created it so let's start from the top here yeah when you cast this you're definitely touching it it's in your hand mm -hmm. um it is an imbued magical item um it was a originally it was a just a simple orb that had been uh, kind of encased with a, a skull inside it just a cute little bobble. Um, however, um, it does not require attunement. Um, and it was imbued with a very specific reincarnation spell. Now, the spell works as such. It will take the soul from a living creature, uh, whatever mm. has a soul, it will host the soul in the orb for an entire year. When the soul is released, the body of the soul will basically be reincarnated. It will um, recreate the body from the ground up. It will remove any impurities from the body, any diseases, any curses, any missing limbs, anything will be basically replaced uh, and recreated as if the soul had just been freshly born of its own age. Um, it is, for a lack of a better term, a loss of a year, but a complete reset on the human body. Important question given, frankly, last campaign. Yes. Is there a race change involved in this reincarnate? Not on this one. Okay, cool. I know last year, last campaign it wasn't technically, it was a removal of curse as opposed to race change, but like, just want to make sure. Okay. Any other relevant information? As dark as the orc looks, hmm. you would know that the spell that would hold the soul would not leave it in pain or agony. It would be like a deep sleep. Hmm. Okay. Uncle kind of her brow furrows from that. She says, Um, Arya, if I may put my proverbial hat on the ring, I think this might be your best bet. It, it's... She'll explain what it does for the sake of brevity. I, it's a loss of a year, but... It would save him, I think. I don't know. Yeah, at that explanation, she's gonna look at she's gonna look at Aranga. We're using it. It doesn't Is technically it... break any of his stories. It doesn't technically do anything he'd be against. 
Is there anything in the orb already? Like, is there a soul in there already? Yeah, that's important. No. Yeah. No. No? No. With the orb being placed under lock and key and, and seen as more of a, a holy item, uh, it has not been used. You feel, though, that once the orb is used, it will be gone and lost forever. Yep. I say we use it then. Save Dag. One thing. We need to make damn sure that it goes nowhere without one of us. That can't get stolen, or else using it is for nothing. Well, I guess who else can say that they carry their dad around in their pocket? <laughs> Fair enough. If that's what you want to do, then... I'm confident. He shouldn't be... He's not dying and coming back. It's not breaking the order for him. It's, it's stasis. He's going to sleep for a year and waking up healthy. It's just removing the risk of whatever's gone wrong with him killing him before he can wake up. Right? She's gonna look to Rook for reassurance. I think so. Maybe in a year, everything will be fixed in the world somehow. Maybe. So he'll come back to a healthy world, too. Yeah. I always talked about wanting to see everything, and I suppose this isn't the best way to go and see the world, but we can tell him about everything that he saw while he was trapped in the marble. Larger than a marble, but you understand. <laughs> yes. Well, um, Rook, you know how to use it, I suppose. She's got identify box. does. <laughs> yeah. She box a little bit and goes, Oh, shit, yes, I do. Um. Oh. Are you 100% sure you want me to be the one doing this? I am very worried about screwing up whatever you need to do to do it. Okay. It's been a while since I've had a life in my hands. Um, <laughs> and she will walk into the room, and before anything happens, she looks at Kadith and says, Uh... I think we've come to something of a consensus on how to solve this. Ilcock is dead. Orb. We're gonna use the orb. Ari's gonna sit down in bed beside her dad. Arm's gonna hug him. So it's not as... not as grisly as what we thought it did originally. Hmm. <clears throat> Hopefully not. It's... Okay. A loophole in his morals, but I think it'll work. He's not technically dying. He's not dying. He's not coming back. It's stasis for a year. You sure? No, but that doesn't matter at this point. All right. Okay. God damn it. And that's a sad music, no! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Okay. 
I don't know how the- how do you use the orb, Cory? So, you will hold out the orb, and you'll yeah. just focus on it. In that time, the shadow around the skull will fade. Um, the skull itself will be presented in a crystal clear orb. And particle by particle, you'll watch your dad basically turn into energy. The orb will take his essence piece by piece, slowly swirling almost as if you were holding the cosmos in your hand while it absorbs his pieces. When it is finished, the face of your father will be in the orb where the skull resided. And it will be light blue. Rook will very slowly turn to Arya and say, Would it help you to, either of you really, to carry it? Or would you rather someone else do it? Arya's gonna look at Arya. We can take turns. I'll carry it for a day. You'll carry it for a day. Sounds good. She'll hold out her hands to Rook for the orb. She will reverently hand it over. She's just gonna hold it tightly and give a weak smile. Well, that's... that's an ending. It's a solution. Now we just have to keep it safe for you. That's not... It's not scary. We can do it. It'll be okay. Well. Right. What's the plan for the rest of the night? <laughs> Cock the fuck out. <laughs> Arm's gonna go catch a meal for her bow, and then probably go to bed. Okay. Let's do a survival check on that one. Did anyone else have anything else they wanted to do before the inevitable sleep? Um. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, before he leaves the room and everybody's leaving, you know, he'll uh, he'll nod, maybe. Maybe start to feel a little bit of faith. Maybe uh, maybe somehow this worked out. And uh, I'll take the piece of paper from his book. I'll tear it out. Crumple it up. And toss it. And then leave to find everybody else. Hmm. Aria will notice that yep. she's going to be a little sticky beak. I want to know what was in the note. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, would would Rook also be able to notice that happen? I, I don't know. Could after you make anything obvious? Yeah, have, yeah. He's not making it obvious, but stealth isn't <laughs> stealth isn't his forte. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, he's got a passive stealth of twelve. 
a passive perception of, I think, an amount. Um, oh, 11. Sure. Yeah, I didn't see shit. I think with a survival of 17 uh, as well, I should let the listeners know because we're doing a podcast and yeah. show. Um, you'll be able to find a rat to feed your bow. Um, get at you can go ahead and share that if you want. Yeah, I'll send it over. Okay. Um, and so we're just staying in the house for the night then? Yeah. All right. Uh, so nobody needs to like set a fire or do anything like that. No, door locks. Everybody's relatively. Kid, is the kid home? No. Mm. Does it get dark before he's back? It does. In fact, he does not return tonight. Noticing that, I think Rick will say, um, I will be back. I'm gonna go try and find out where he went, given I'm the one who pissed him off. Um, you all should rest. I'll be fine. Should um, you need help? Yes. Very. Kenneth will telepathically message Aria once Rook leaves. And uh, he, he has a feeling it's somewhat of a sensitive spot, so he'll do it telepathically instead of in front of everybody. And he'll say, Why don't you sing for everybody when they get back? Seems to cheer everybody up. It cheered me up. Gonna respond telepathically and use his real name for the first time. Oh my gosh. Oh no. You say, Luca, I I can't sing in front of everyone. It's very different singing just to you or just to Arm. I can sing with you. I'm not very good. It's If you sing with me, then okay. It should do. It should lighten spirits, I think. Yeah. I mean, we're amongst friends. No one's gonna make fun of my voice or be upset over it or anything. So. I don't see why right. anybody would if you weren't in front of just friends. I don't see how they could. You have a wonderful voice. gonna notice her go like very uncomfortable like very stiff it's just past experience fair enough I wonder where Dash is at hopefully he'll be home soon hopefully we can find him quickly yeah okay it'll just Fuss around with stuff that needs fussing about. He doesn't like to stay still, so. Mm. Mood. Yeah, he's a fusser. He gets up and, you know, dusts Ariel. things. Ariel find a quiet spot and try to read the piece of paper that Kate tried to throw away. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an investigation check. And yeah. this DC is going to be high because. Okay. Dusty does not want to be found. Understandably. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention before we make that investigation check, in case it changes anything, is that Rook is, for the first time ever, on horseback. 
Um, she's going to cast Fine Steed. Uh, if you want me to describe that steed, I absolutely would be happy to do so. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I have one in mind. Um, huh? I was going to say that steed, if it's a fine steed spell, that steed is almost as smart as the majority of our group. It's got, mm-hmm. I think, an intelligence of six. Yeah. Oh, shush your face. <laughs> um. So the the uh, draft horse that she's going to summon. Um, just your face. I see your face, Max. What is uh, this, like, draft? Like, big. Sizable. I'm, I'm talking breed of horse as opposed to purpose of horse. Draft horse type horse. That kind okay. of horse. Um, but it's a paint. Um, with uh, He is a paint with black and white uh, kind of splotches across him. Um, and he's got, like, one long stripe down the nose that's just black. Um, he's a little taller than she is, so that she can actually, you know, ride him. Um, and she will hop on the gentleman, with his permission, of course, and, uh, go search for... What's his name? Uh, you'll find out when you meet him. Um, give me just a second. Does that give me advantage or anything? I don't know. Riding a horse? Uh, well, I would puts imagine horse higher. is also looking, but also it does put me up higher. Yes. Is I mean, is the horse sentient? Is it connected to you? Do you telepath? Yes. Communicate. Uh, I thought I put it in my spells. If I didn't, I am sorry. Oh, I do have it in my spells. There you go. So I, I imagine mechanically he's a war horse because that is a thing. Um, he is a uh, celestial. And, uh, I, I think he is dumb, so he gets an intelligence of six and gains the ability to understand, uh, common. That makes sense to me. Um. It does look like, even though it does understand you, it lacks the ability to be able to communicate with you. Ah. So sure. I'm going to say no. Cool. But we have an investigation check. Let me make that investigation check. Because I am a dumb. So let's hope it is good. Is it good? It's okay. It's not great. You're going to ride around for a bit and it just. You're going to run into a few people. Um, mm. you know, a couple of people who are just coming in from the fields. Um, the tavern is is currently kind of not really full, but it's it's it is packed with a lot of people just getting off work and uh, grabbing a bite to eat and drinking some ale and having a good time. So you hear some music playing a little bit. Mm. Um, even checking in there, you don't find Dusty. Um, you, you get a sense that he's not in town. Maybe mm. maybe he's wandered out of the town, but okay. Um. You can't seem to find him. Okay. Um. I know this might seem like a dumb decision in the moment, but um, she is not coming back before she has found him. At, like whether she leaves him alone or not, she will find him before she comes back. Um, I can let you do. 
one more investigation. Um, if you by chance don't find him, then you're mm-hmm. probably going to be out all night. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm aware of that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sixteen. Sixteen. You'll head to the the edge of town. Okay. And uh, just kind of just past the gate. You'll see, uh, I'd say, uh, I'd say two humanoid figures are, are on this like half made like cobblestone wall. Cobblestone okay. wall is probably about two foot tall, most. Okay, sure. Um, the first figure is clearly dusty. The second mm. one is um, a cloaked figure uh, with like kind of like white hair showing from from underneath like a long long beard we're talking this thing goes down to this man's belly mm. um he's got this this staff kind of just popped up on the wall next to him uh and they seem to be having some sort of conversation okay uh just at a glance as close as i can get without disturbing either um do they oh hello mailman at 7 p.m um Apologies for my dog. Uh, does it seem to be like a positive conversation? Is it tense? Are they okay? I wouldn't say it's a tense conversation. Um, okay. Relatively positive. Um, every now and then the old man will laugh. Um, okay. But, you know, nothing, like no magic's being cast or anything like that. Okay. I'd say probably after about two hours of them sitting there shooting the shit, mm. um, the old man will get up and, and kind of grab his staff, straighten out his, his cloak, mm-hmm. um, and you'll see him do a couple of like hand signs, um, and he'll... It, it's like a, a mage armor. Mm. He's going to put that on Dusty. And then he's going to, like, pat him on the back to, like, set him off. Hmm. And Dusty will come back through town. Okay. Merkel, I imagine, have... As soon as she saw him start to walk, she would have... Uh, had the horse continue at a, a slow trot, just, like... Kind of making it seem like sh- like she was definitely looking for him, but she's not trying to be on his ass. Um, But if he wants to get a ride back, she will do that. Uh, do you do you make your presence known to him? Not uh, not on purpose. But it's a big horse and a big me, so. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm not rolling stealth. Or no, I guess the question would be, mm-hmm. all right. When he eventually does run into you, hmm. what? So he's just gonna look to you like, okay, what's going on? Why are you out here? Kind of a look. She will, she'll, she'll nod and simply say, I wanted to make sure you were okay. And I wanted to ask if you wanted a ride back with checkers. We spent more money on another horse. Oh no, no, check, checkers is mine. Checkers, say hello. I'm I'm sure the horse will nod. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you want to control the horse or should I control the it'll, horse? It'll kind of like neigh up and down. So like, okay. you know, 
stay, move, you know, sit, say hello, just small, simple commands. It'll just yeah, be like, sure. yeah, sure, whatever. Hi, what's up? Sugar cube, sugar cube, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and Dusty will kind of look to it and say, all right, uh, no, I, I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to sleep outside tonight. I'll meet up with you guys tomorrow in the morning. All right. I will let you be. But I expect to see you in the morning just to make sure you're okay, all right? Oh, yeah. Uh, plus my bag's back there, so I don't have to change clothes. We both know you could find one. Among other things. Also, um, he's gonna pull, he's gonna pull out uh, a cloth and he's gonna <laughs> hand it over. Inside is a slice of berry pie. What is this? Food. Evidently. In a chair. This is kind of sitting in the windowsill, so. child okay uh do you want me to have this or do you want me to give it to somebody else up to you it's yours Bitch. <laughs> you're just he's just gonna kind of turn and and head off um okay. uh if you watch him for a little bit uh he's going to do what he usually does uh he is going to find a way to climb on a roof yep and despair <laughs> yep drags Urkel, slowly ride back, give, give Checkers a little bit of the crust, and then eat the rest of it herself. It is really good. I like, uh, this, this pie was uh, most likely made by somebody who knew what they were doing, and or was going to sell this for some sort of coin, probably. Okay, <laughs> noted. <laughs> like, like blackberry rum, that kind of idea? Like... Raspberry mm. meets uh, kind of like a strawberry. Mm. Okay. It sounds bad, but it's like been no, concocted into like almost a, a thicker jam with a bit of flour inside of it to give it a consistency. So it's a smooth inside, but a berry. So mm. this stuff was either made by like, it's it's good shit. This is professional pie. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Or cool head back. Having eaten the pie. The next morning. Unless anybody has anything else. You guys. Because I mean, Cadith and I were going to sing or perform for the party, but I'm not sure if that needs a real scene. Okay. See you. Does anyone have any particular reactions to them performing? Arum's ecstatic. It's not very good. But he's I trying. Mean, he's trying. Zeros will just like tap his tail to the beat of the song. That's pretty much it. We'll we'll have fun and back. Ari is a little less self-conscious now. Mm. That's very nice. <laughs> so, after a lovely night, 
Everybody's trying to relax. We've all gotten a full rest. Uh, you can regain HP, spell slots, all that. Um, you guys will wake up the next morning to uh, just kind of a soft morning. Like it's it's a weird thing. Just, there's no birds chirping, but it's it's the equivalent of a sunny day on uh, on snow, right? So it's like really bright outside. You've got flickers of kind of snow falling down, and it's just semi-peaceful. It's just pretty peaceful. Um, I mean, it's relatively uneventful the next morning besides breakfast. Mm. Uh, but once breakfast is done, you know, uh, eventually... Uh, Dusty will will kind of meander through the front door and start grabbing his bag and stuff. Excuse me. Hey, Dash. Hello. Thanks for looking after my dad while we were gone. I really appreciated that. I really didn't want to leave him alone. I, that was uh, that was Rook. Well, I left a note asking you to look after him. Sorry. What's wrong? You seem a little antagonized with talking to me. No, just uh, packing up. I don't want to forget anything, I guess. Okay. She's going to walk away just feeling a little snubbed. <laughs> you, you get the sense he's just a little tired. Like, maybe he didn't sleep the night before. Um, and he is going to be, he's, he's going to look at Kadath here and there and, and just kind of, and, and the moment, every time he does, you feel that wall come back up. It is not very insightful. But with the party up. I'm sure you guys make some sort of breakfast, whether that's uh, some more soup or rewarming the dinner from last night. Something to eat, something to kind of put in your bellies. Um, eventually, you guys will be pretty much set for the next day. So, what now? We still want to go see the wizard or... Or do we want to check out that house that we said we would do? We do have a job to do. Who? Got a lot of places that we all want to go at once. Because I believe Rookie also wanted to head somewhere. I am interested in going to Luxbar for personal reasons, as we've established, yes. But that, again, can wait. Oh, goody. Alright, to the, uh... The place where we had that job, I suppose. We probably put it off for long enough. Groggy Hill, I recall. So. Another nice long walk. Ooh. Ah. Hopefully we'll find some souls along the way. 
you guys will uh, kind of head out of town. And then you will, you'll hear footsteps coming up from behind you guys. They're loud. They're not like, you know, um, trying to sneak up or anything. Um, when you, when you turn to look, it is a courier, uh, one of those runners. Um, and he'll, he'll kind of come up to the group, take a look at the party. I'm, uh, looking for, he's going to go through his bag. Let's see. Uh, Rook. Immediately blanches. Uh, uh, yeah. He'll hand over another letter. Um, and then uh, this one isn't uh, addressed to a person per se. Uh, subsidiary. Twilight. Subsidiary. That's us. It's all of us. Um, yes. I'll hand it over. Oh shit. <clears throat> And open it to read the letter for the guild, then. <laughs> so, it's it's going to be a letter from Twilight's Chest, and they're going to state that they have gathered a couple more shards. Currently, um, they are letting you know that whatever was going on in Groggy Hill has ceased. Oh shit! Okay. Um, they don't know, but they did get the information that whatever was going on there, whatever you guys were hired to do, has been informed from them back at HQ. That either other adventurers showed up, or whatever it was just stopped happening. <laughs> and so you guys aren't really needed at Groggy Hill anymore. Hmm. <laughs> That doesn't mean that you can't still go there if that is something you want. Um, they took our job. They did take our job. Is it say anything else? Uh, not that letter. No, they're just uh, you know, basically, hey, look, uh, your your mission seems to have been either completed or finished. You're free at the time being. We don't have any of. Uh, other side missions for you. Um, so you get back when you get back, take it easy, and we'll give you any other information if we find anything more about other crystals. Well, seems we're free to do as we wish again. Perhaps we can go to the inn and find another shop. That would or, be good. or we could take care of anything that we that we wanted to take care of, like Rook, do you still need to go to Luxbar? Uh Rook has completely tuned you guys out and is staring at the letter in her hands. Um Corey, first things first, do I know the handwriting? It's from an informant. Um so you do what? know the handwriting. They're not particularly close to you. It's just um Along the lines of it's it's not really a friend. It's just somebody who you passed information to when you first got out of the Vesca. Um, when you started working with uh, Bishop. 
um, you guys, you know, basically made oh. a network of shareable information with some people. And so, so this, this is, is criminal contact. Yeah. Okay. This is this is the criminal contact feature. Okay. Brooke is visibly shaking as she opens the letter. So it's, of course, it's again, it's not a friend. It's just people sharing yeah. information. Um, of course. And there seems to be, uh, hey, information we thought you might want to be interested in. Um, Daily news. Somebody, <laughs> somebody with uh, Bishop's description has been sighted up in Trigus. Trigus? Trigus. Give me a second. Shift clear. Oh, Christ. Okay. Any other information on it? Um, no. Just uh, just the hereby sightings uh, where they were sighted. They seem to have uh, detailed some sort of route between Luxpar, heading to Draftmore, grabbing a boat. Um, just just sightings. Hey, Brooke is shaking. Legitimately, because she was not expecting to get any kind of criminal contact, anything at this point. She says, um, so, you, you know the the thing that we're trying to get up in the Land of Peace? Mm-hmm. We might want to go there sooner rather than later. What's happening? Okay. Um... I've mentioned to all of you, uh, my, uh, kind of sort of ex-bishop. Maybe. Okay, I've mentioned her- I've at least mentioned her to Arya. I apologize if I haven't to everybody. Um, yeah, I, I have- a conversation you've had with everyone, but that's okay, regardless. I, I don't We're know. looking for bishop. <laughs> we are looking for bishop, uh, because I am, uh, wanted by the, uh, Throne of Naveska for crime that I don't know if I did, and she's the only one who knows whether or not I, uh, you know, murdered somebody. Um, so, uh, she's in Trigus, which means she's very close to the Land of Peace. And if I know her, which I like to think that I do, she might be going after the same thing we are. Sounds like we have to go talk to the crazy old wizard. I think we need didn't, to go talk to the crazy old wizard, yes. Didn't Rebecca say she there's a dock that we that, that a boat that she had we could use? Yeah, that too. Young to the One way or the other, it's time to Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't expect this to catch up with me. Um, since we have to walk a little bit out of town in that direction to go see the crazy old wizard, do we want to stop by and see Mama? Yes! Yes, please! Uh, Any of you seen an owlbear in real life? <laughs> no. That's my mom! has got this, like, devious smile. Wait. What? Mama <laughs> Seraphine is an owlbear. Please be respectful. She, she has be been known to bite. 
The last time I've seen an owlbear, it was trying to claw my face off, so... I once again say, what? You found me when I was little, and she raised me into the woman I am now. Yep. Patience woman with the eye stalks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mom's gonna freak out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll stay Don't far away. Oh. You can journey forth to see the wizard while we make a pit stop. I, I'm not going to leave y'all, but just not going to be close with the owlbear. She won't hurt you. Just be nice. You can stay back if you want to stay back. I'm... I'm... Let's just go. <laughs> this is a weird day already. <laughs> Rook is going to zone out for like five minutes as I need to go take care of stuff. Give me just a minute. So, um, we are heading up north. Um, we're gonna meet. Uh, are we are we meeting them at the same time, or are we doing them one after the other? One after the other. Okay. Which one are we doing first? Mama. Okay. Yeah, I feel like she'd be a little closer than the wizard since he's like right on the edge of the water. He said. Well, I w I will say this. It is an owl bear. It is winter. Oh, she's hibernating. Um, she is hibernating. Mind that. Um, I mean, you you can still stop by, maybe leave her some treats, but I, the likelihood of her waking up for you is very slim. This yeah, is true. All right. So but, then, I mean, you can easily leave like berries or food, or like do some gathering for her because. Even hibernating bears still wake up here and there to intake more so that they can slumber. Mm -hmm. Well, then she'll do that then. While they're walking, she'll just gather berries and nuts and grab some dried meat from her bag and some other stuff for her. Do me a... Uh, let's do a nature check. Oh, my God. 18. It's going to be slim pickings um, with winter and a thick blanket of snow everywhere. A lot of the food that you're going to find is going to be frozen, but that's going to end up for the best because it won't go bad probably by the time she wakes up. Um, you will notice that there are a few things just outside the cave that didn't exist before you left. Um, <laughs> goblin armor. And weapons uh, are astray around the area. Um, you, you, you get a feeling like um, maybe some creatures wandered where they shouldn't. <laughs> um, so she's probably had a decent meal within the past month or so. And the cave stinks. Um, rotting meat. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bear. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, you'll kind of go down in a little bit farther, and you will find uh, her basic stuff. Um, except this time, it's going to have, like, the clothing of, like, the goblins in the nest. So a little bit, like, extra more fluff, some, some skins and shit like that that they've kind of cured, and she's just kind of laid it out everywhere. Um, 
And being that she is used to basically having uh, somebody else in there, you you notice that there is two nests. One for her, one for you. Which she usually prepares regardless of you're there. He said. Well, so kind of, uh, so, so get everything that she found on their walk there and put it in the nest that she made for her our room. That way mom knows that she was there. Okay. And everything. And then she'll carefully give her a hug, which I'm sure she's not going to feel. And then a smooch on the head and then head back out. As you're leaving the exit of the cave, I'd like you to roll me a wisdom save. Um, very familiar from the last time. There is going to be a moment where it's kind of like a flash, and then you're 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 brought back to something. You don't know if this is a memory or or what this is, but you remember a little bit farther back from your last flashback. Uh, you remember your first your your first real meeting um with uh, the crystal um it was in some sort of pillar um it, it's wooded it's a wooded area but uh it's going to be something that your mother and father are going to be kind of talking about how they're going to get out of it and they're going to be peering back and looking at you here and there uh, of course both of them smiling they don't want you to realize that you know this is semi dangerous um but Eventually, they're going to do some some arcing writing in the sky, and then they're going to take the crystal. Um, you're going to see the pillar fall inward, and coming from the ground is this crackled ice-looking abomination. It's got four arms, four legs. It's got no eyes and a large, gaping mouth. Um, and from there, they're going to, to run. They're going to scoop you up. And then you're going to flash back even farther. Um, and you're going to remember... Uh, you can remember this stone area. You're underground now. You feel moss, and, and you, you... You you can see your parents talking with some sort of dwarf. Um, and they've got pages and papers laying out. and as you look around and you remember this dream a little bit more, there are more people here. Uh, there's about 17 people walking past, doing, uh, you know, a couple of, of people looking at books and, and sharing information. But the main table, which is your parents and this dwarf, they're looking over a whole bunch of scrolls and maps with like circles and scribbles all over every place. And then you're going to flash back. She's going to do that same thing she did uh, when it first happened to her a while back. She's just going to kind of go... Like trying to take a deep breath in like she was just underwater or something. Another memory. 
What happened? Uh, I was a baby or a kid or young, younger than when Mama found me. Parents had me nearby when they were looking at some kind of pillar. Woods. There was a piece of crystal inside. The same one that I think father had around his neck. The last memory I had. Then this ice monster appeared after they took it. Somehow. And they picked me up and we ran and then it went to another memory where I was sitting with them in this stony area with moss everywhere and they were, they were talking to this dwarf and there were papers and maps and scrolls with circles and other stuff and there was like so many people there that's where it ended interesting This ice creature continues to plague us. Mm. What did you say? It's that the ice creature that you brought up. It continues to plague us. You've seen it? You said it's an ice creature. It sounds similar to the one that we ran into. Seeing how ice is a big factor in a lot of these crystal incidences, maybe it's not so much coincidence anymore. No. It's... Connected to those crystals. Maybe it's protecting them. Or keeping them hostage. Also very true. Very malevolent, that ice crystal creature. Yes. Or it could be... The crystal itself is somehow becoming corrupted, making that creature. You broke up really bad on that one. Yeah. yeah. I Discord, I swear. It didn't seem corrupted, it just seemed encased. Whatever they were getting it out of. Just uh, just throwing out an idea. I'm not, not even sure if it's. Whatever it is, we don't have all the answers to what it is, what it wants, and why does it keep showing up? I 
I guess we will need to get over to that. Those ruins. Then. Maybe yes. that stone can help us get some answers. Maybe. Or just more questions. That is also true. Well. Is everything good here? Yes, she has enough food for a while. She's nice and warm. What's good? We should get moving then. Agree. Yeah, let's go. You guys will head from the cave up a little bit north. You know, make your way up uh, kind of the slope to a peak where this <laughs> really crumbling tower is the best way to put it. Um, this thing looks like OSHA would have a field day. Um, it is missing parts of it. Uh, the roof itself seems to be barely kept up, like short of magic. There is no way this thing should pretty much be standing. <laughs> um, and it, it, it is. It gives that weird, creepy vibe. Even with all the snow on the ground, there is just this... <laughs> it's eerie, you know? It, it, it's just weird. Um, there is one singular door. And in the front of that door, there is this uh, gargoyle knocker. What, would Arum know his name from, like, watching him and stuff while she was in the woods no. as a kid? No? Okay. Not a clue. Alright. This, this man keeps away from everyone. Like, he barely comes into town, and when he does, it's very direct at what he wants. Um, he, he pretty much just, like, either points or barely says, like, I want that, and then tosses coin, and, like, <laughs> that's just, that's just it. That's all he does. Okay. Um, I think there might be a bit of an understanding between him and Aryum because like you just you guys are outsiders from the town mm -hmm. uh, with the way you guys came up okay she'll grab the knocker and go dunk 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 on the door then you'll watch this this gargoyle uh, move uh, and it's little arms will pull the, the ring from it's mouth and go what do you fucking want uh, we came to ask for some help with something. And who the fuck are you? I am an outsider like you. What? My name is Arum. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let me, let me be very clear. The master is not to be disturbed, so you, Aram, can fuck off! Uh -huh. You're not a very nice gargoyle, are you? Jesus Christ. Gargoyle. So <laughs> kind of look to you guys like... <laughs> uh... I could smash him. Maybe he'll be more talkative after. 
You can fucking try, buddy. <laughs> Don't tempt Sound me. Bed, it doesn't sound like it's going to so end well sorry. for you. <laughs> wow, that was very robotic. Yeah, that was incredibly robotic. Ay, ay, ay. Let's not end this with violence. If you're looking for help, the master is busy and he doesn't take requests anymore. He's done. He wants everybody to just leave him alone. Does he need help with anything? No. No, he doesn't. Rook will look very pointedly at Dash. Dash will just look, what? <laughs> like, he is not picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Fair enough. She wants him to break into the house. <laughs> no, I do not want that. <laughs> I mean, it, you could, uh, he probably could try. I mean, I, I, right now, I don't, I don't think there's any information that he knows of to help. Uh, okay. I, I, Rook saw him have a conversation with an old bearded man who might have been the wizard in her brain. Oh, that's fair. I mean, that's a, a logical jump. Okay. I don't think he would, I, I don't think he would know. Maybe, uh, maybe. Okay. Fair enough. Listen, we just want to talk to the master. Why? Because he may be able to help us, and we help you. What? What do you need help with? We need to get to the land of peace, and sailing in the winter is incredibly dangerous. Oh, that sucks. Better get to learning. I know how to sail. That's oh, why I'm saying. Well, then you're this. fine. Want to spring this thing's neck? I still don't hear any kind of deathly Look, emergency or please. Oh, oh that's sweet. nicely. You know the human magic word. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Can we leave? I hate this thing. Uh, uh, no, we need to get over there. Okay, yeah, we can sail. That way, we have the sailing option. Wait, wait. Here's an idea. There's an item over there that may help me. I'm turning into a lich. Can we, like, can the master help with that? It's gonna freeze for a fucking minute. Because that was a huge drop. Yep. Um, you know? That actually registers. Okay, give me, give me a fucking minute to ring up. <laughs> and you'll just see him kind of like put the ring back in his mouth and then freeze again. Kind of surprised he also didn't notice the eye stalks growing out of Aram's shoulders and shit. He might be blind. This is true. Or he might not care. This is also Yeah, he true. also might just be a dick, yeah. Yeah. Or he doesn't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he isn't obligated to help us either. Yeah. Also very true. After a few but minutes, he will uh, come back. All right. First floor only. That's it. First floor only. He'll meet you in a couple minutes. 
Is that first floor is in the ground floor we're about to go into, or first floor is in up the stairs to the first level? Through the door. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. And have a fucking lovely day. And he's gonna. You too. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Must be polite. I hate you too, buddy. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> he's been swearing at us this entire time. I think Sirius is well within his right to swear at it. I hate it. And she is walking. Just before the door closes, he's just gonna say, Lich, bitch. <laughs> nice. Well, he's got you there. What the base bitch? Uh, like you just you're up to like breathing, and it's like not don't kill, don't kill. So here is where things get definitely weird. Um, oh no! Inside looks nothing like it does outside. Um, the walls are well. First off, it's bigger on the inside. Um, there are uh, beakers and scrolls and items and. Books upon books upon books upon books kind of all throughout this area. Um, you've got stuffed ogres kind of on display in one corner with a the the like the skeleton of a dragon on the other kind of like pieced together and hanging from the ceiling. Oh my god. <laughs> there is uh, pillars of different items in glass cases with like these runes over the glasses. You've got like Things in jars, like an entire eyeball of just like random eyeballs in jars, just like looking around at people from inside the jar. Um, this place is like a, a magical repository, and then this blows the water out of the Twilight's Chosen's vault. Like, mm -hmm. this is beyond anything you've seen. Wow, this is a lovely room of death. Don't touch anything. No, I'm not touching anything. Yeah, please don't touch anything. Anybody. A few minutes will pass. And you guys will see this uh, discus uh, kind of float onward down. Um, a white-haired gentleman. Um, kind of long-haired. Let me, let me actually give you a, a look at this guy, because I have made art for him. Ooh. Ooh. We all had the same reaction. <laughs> oh man. Oh, he's nice. I'm going to be wearing these uh, brown and like azure blue eccentric robes. Um, he's going to have a large staff with him. Um, and he's just going to kind of look over the group. Uh, give me a perception real quick look. Rook, sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I am Look. Hello. Sorry, that was me uh, fumbling over my words. <laughs> you're good, you're valid. Hey. And so you will notice that he will he'll see Dusty. Yep. Uh but he doesn't wanna like make it awkward, so he's just gonna He's just gonna nod. 
uh, and just kind of let it be what it is. And he's going to come down off of this this thing once it lands onto the ground and walk over. I was informed there is somebody here wishes to speak to me. All of us, technically, we all have different reasons to talk to you. Um, mainly group-wise, we need to find a faster, safer way to get to the land of peace. cannot get you there I could not not fast enough also it's the winter it's really dangerous sailing and there's big things in the water that want to eat us mm. I see there is difficulty for you but I did not make it where I am this day just Helping people. Willy-nilly. Right. Cyrus, do you want to share your thing? And Aram, you probably want to talk about your thing as well. Eh. You want to go first, Aram? Yours might be a little bit more simpler than mine. Sure. Um, I... am... Messed with something I shouldn't have, and now I am incubating a beholder. Well, we stopped her from making more. Just there's just one. How did you know of me? Most people in this town believe I am. Crazy, eccentric. Watch uh, growing up. I shall have to move soon. So you have a blight on you, you say? I, I think so. My adventuring days are far behind. I... I don't do the whole... Uh, you know... Danger and dusty catacombs fit. We'll take a look at Dusty. But I will help you this time. Stay here. He will head over to a bookshelf and he will pull out a few pages. He'll flip through it and he'll like grab this book basically. He's flipping through it and then he just kind of lets go and it follows him as it floats. He'll go over to this table of beakers and shit like this and You'll see him grab here and there and put it all together. He'll kind of swish it around. He'll pop it off with uh, like pixie wings and like feathers and, and, and just like all this, these components. And then he'll steep it through a machine that boils all the components through these windy little tubes until it drips. 
a small potion of purple into a bottle. And after a while, he'll cork it. This will help your situation, but be warned, it will also make it worse. Make it worse? The only way to help is to accelerate the process. Oh, see. So, this is a potion of aging. Mind you, it should only take you to the brink of when you are fully uh, to term with this thing. You will then go through the process, but the creature will still be born. And you might have to fight it. They are feral creatures. Most of the time, beholders are not created like this. They are born from the dreams of other beholders, and they are not something to take lightly. I would say that if you are going to take this thing on, be ready or have a way of trapping it. How do you trap a beholder? What I'm hearing is we wait until we're in the middle of a big fight and then <laughs> let you drink the potion and then turn the beholder in the way of our enemies. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I is that... do not condone such actions, but truthfully, I do not give a bit. <laughs> is, it, is it just Sorry, a soul? Please. Like, maybe I could just absorb the soul of the beholder. I don't think they have souls. So a beholder is an interesting creature, as I said, for the most part. They are born of other beholders dreaming beholders. They are quite strange creatures. They're aberrations. As such, in the way they are created, in the way they are made, beholders hold to no soul within them. Think of it like a living daydream. Damn. How it... do we trap it? That is up to you. As I said, I've helped to what I can. I'm doing this out of the kindness of my heart, using my own spell components that I need for my own research. It is appreciated. Thank you. Is there anything else? I know you are looking for fast travel. I may just have a teleportation device. Well, speaking of needing souls, and Arya's going to stare at Zerus. Narm's going to push him forward. <laughs> he could try. It's like a mountain of muscle. Uh, Probably the reason you were actually interested in talking with us. I'll hold out the, the dustbreaker. I... See a glint of knowledge in his eyes on that thing. Mm. Mm. I have not seen that thing in this. 
Yeah, I was looking for just a sword, and I grabbed this one. And I whispered you sweet nothings of death and promises. Yeah, I may have uh, used it to bring back my son, but giving my life in its place, in his place. As much as I would like to help. I can only inform you of what it is you have done and have made these deal with, and being that I had hand in its creation, I'll give you all the knowledge in which I can. The item would... which you hold is an abomination. It is what is left of the soul of a lich. Whatever soul it had left. Its phylactery was distorted and destroyed. However, the creation survived and we could not defeat it. It was too powerful. And the end? We sealed it in an item and locked it away in a tomb for years. It seems as though someone has come upon this item. God save your soul. It wasn't in a tomb when we found it. It was in the a guild's uh, vault. Then chances are they happened across it at some point. I cannot free you from its grasp or reverse its effects. I am sorry for that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's why we need to fast teleport. There may be an item in the Land of Peace that could. I see. I will give you some form of information, I guess. Fight it. I can already sense you've lost your heartbeat. It will get darker and darker the more you continue. It'll feel like you're slipping away. Fight it. Because once you're gone, there will be no coming back. Not even a wish cell could save. What happens after that? I've lost the fight. After you lost the fight, you will ascend to Lichdom. You will be after whatever it is you truly sought when changing power, fame, everlasting life, whatever it was for you, but it will distort you. You will no longer cease to be who you are. You will be it. That being said, the next floor, 
I will take you to the portal. And I will help you navigate to your teleportation area. I would suggest, if you have any dealings, you finish them before you. Also, there is a restroom to the right. I would suggest using it before you use the portal. Are accidents known to happen? It jostles the uh, giblets. Uh, and we just had mm. breakfast. I'm ready to go whenever y'all are. I'm gonna listen to him. Okay, we'll head over to the bathroom. Yeah. I never you... caught your name, sir. I didn't give it. I'm assuming you'd rather we didn't have it so that people will never know who you are or what you can do. You wouldn't believe it if I told You'd be surprised, but I understand you want to keep your secret. Hi. My name is Murder. You're kidding me! What? Jaw on the floor! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta know. Do I know that name from... Everyone being... knows that no. Everyone knows that name? Okay, cool. I have so many questions just out of sheer admiration, but out of respect, I'm not going to ask any of them, and I'm just going to sit here quietly and journal. This is why I live in Sukkot. But... And he'll look out of kindness. I will happily answer any question that will not unravel the threads of fate or the universes in which we live. I, you know, I have a really big one. You said you were, you created the sword. Yes. How and why? It was my magic in which encased the lich inside of it, as I said. It was also the only reason of stopping this lich from continuing its dark deeds. It had consumed three towns. It had taken their souls and was using them for power. It had risen an army of undead, and I was fighting alongside the bearer of the sword. We needed to stop it. Alright, that that pretty much answered my questions. Who's next? Arius furiously writing down, I am going to ask one question that I don't think is going to do anything you asked us not to do. What's your favorite memory, your favorite story? Let me start with this. I am 6.7 millennia old. 
I have forgotten more than any person could comprehend and remember more than would boggle most people's mind. My favorite memory would be seeing the fall of Solom. An amazing party in which did. They are, to this day, some of the greatest heroes I've ever seen. I wish that in their lifetime I had met them. Alas, I did not. I bet they wish so too. Yeah. <laughs> Arya's gonna look a little sad for him and then pull the journal that she got ages ago and just look at it and then sigh and go. It's not meeting them in person, but if you would like a first hand account of their journeys and everything that led up to that, you can have it. She'll hold the journal out to him after standing up from writing down her notes. It is generous of you. But I have also made arrangements to meet eventually. So I would suggest keeping on to it. And he's going to tap it. And you'll see the boat get twice as thick. Why don't you also start writing your name in here, too? That's cool. Because I feel <laughs> there is something more going on than all of you can comprehend. And a journey here. I don't think you've seen the Grand Mesa. I got a question. Oh. Go ahead. Please. He'll give, he'll give Arya a smile and look over to you, Dad. I don't really have too many that I could ask you because I don't think you'd have to personal insight about my life to answer, but who's the greatest soldier or sailor that you ever met? Damn. Kristen Sky. The name sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Tristan Skyler was one of the many wielders of the original blade. He was the 16th hiking. Born to a father, a sailor. He also became a fisherman and a sailor in his father's steam. Good man. I can imagine. Yes. 
Um, I actually had a, a, two questions. Um, okay. Brief. First of all, how much do you know of modern times being secluded <laughs> as you are? You'll see... He's going to clap his hands together. And there's going to be a light that's going to shine into his fingers. And then he is going to mm. open his hands. And you will see... Things expand. From, uh, memories and flickers of events and uh, flashes of like these little baubles or these images of, of things that you could probably recognize in, in your visions and, and, and things. So like, okay, he's got things floating around people you have no clue about who and what they are or, or where they come from. But you also notice that within all of these are things even about you. You as a kid. You stealing your first item. He's got information that kind of floats around of you when you were arrested and like things from your future. You as an old lady laying in a bed. Yeah. Ooh, that's surreal. Oh, Rook tears up the second she... <laughs> Rook tears the fuck up the second she sees herself older than 30. Time is a mystery to all. Even though I have access to multiple timelines and universes. The world is neither a mystery nor an enigma. But a place all things are possible. I don't know much, but I know not to let things pass me by if they interest me. A roundabout way of your answer is this. I know what I need to, and nothing more. I see. My my other question, I suppose, uh, has any other follower of Jessica ever passed your interest? Jessica, the goddess of mystery. <laughs> I, I remember her well. Sprite young. She is, uh, was an interesting person. She was, was born to the dwarves. She followed Jessica quite well. Your question was, of course, have I ever met a follower of her? I've yes. So, uh, she went about trying to find out the mystery, Jessica. And she succeeded. 
though, yes. There has been a few. Indeed. I think that is all I can ask without exploding. Um, please <laughs> carry on. I have one more question, request perhaps. Do you have any of those crystals that we use to record audio or record video? I'm happy to buy them off of you. I have not been able to find them anywhere yet. In your quest to creating the perfect musical, I say, recording device. Exactly. I thought this might come up. He's going to go over to a table and he's going to pull out a small chest and he'll walk it back over and he will open. Um, inside is a device. Basically, it looks like you can insert crystal of multiple or various sizes and it can imbue them with not one but two enchantments. It doesn't do it at once. It chooses either or. I made this a while ago but did not have the ambition to bring them together so to speak so it's up to you to finish it he'll wow. pass it on this is amazing this is going to cut so much time out of what I need to do take it lightly it'll be difficult two spells in which needed to create such an item are head bashing they don't see I no <laughs> that's not a height joke I'm no stranger to changing spells to do what I want thank you so what spells does it need sorry what spells does it need that is all for her to figure out. I'll probably start with major image, miss around with that and see if I can change the way that you say the words of the spell to inscribe it. She'll start mumbling and going off as she's already thinking about it. <laughs> Just... discuss and he's going to look at dust it was a wonderful evening speaking to you the other night I do have the item in which you are looking for but the question is do you still want it dust he'll think a bit He'll nod. Very well. And you'll see uh, Merlin will pull a vial. Uh, 
blue liquid and hand it over to Dust. And Dusty will... Uh, he'll kind of look back and you'll see the, the camouflage of the dragon unfold. And I shall be happy to watch your friend as your journey continue. And if in need, we will come to your rescue. But try to stay out of trouble. Dusty will just kind of huff. Merlin will laugh. Oh. Can expect great things from this lad. Come with me, everyone. I think it is time to depart. He will walk over onto the ring, the large discus, and wave everyone onto it. And the disc will rise. As you guys rise, you will move to the next floor. On the second floor, it is... It's going to blow your mind. Um, it is a white plane of existence. Um, and it expands to almost no extent. Like, it is ongoing, it seems. As if, as if this is an infinite room. But at the very farness, you can see these golden rings kind of swirling around each other. And you'll see multiple, almost galaxies following each of these rings with uh, different types of arcane ruins and sigils kind of floating with them. And it looks to this degree where it is mind-poggling until start to walk over to it. Now remember, as I said, don't drink that unless you're ready to fight a beholder. Whatever you do, do not live into the darkness. And on your journey, as things continue, I want you all to remember one thing. Family is not just blood. It is those you choose to be around through hard times and through the good. It is those who have your back when it seems the darkest and who drink with you when life is bright. But on your journey, you will still meet things that will take you to your deepest place. Keep that light together and you will prevail on a journey more grand than ever imagined. I have faith of Chosens of Twilight. I'll snap. And we'll come back to this next game. Ah! Dusty's trying to kill Kadeth. He bought poison from an old man. No. What?
orders. <laughs> Emotional damage. I am yes. <laughs> you, you know, Talking. we didn't ask the important questions like, "Hey, what's going on with the magic?" Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nah. We were yeah, cool. yeah, but he also, he also oh. said that we couldn't. He couldn't answer questions that might unravel reality. And part yeah, of I think that might have done that. I figured anything along asking about our quests would break his rules of no yep. can't answer that. Yeah, that's why I didn't ask about my kid. It's like didn't ask about his dad or anything. Yeah, same. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for watching and enjoying this adventure with us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, click that bell, ring, follow, whatever it is you do, jump up and down. I if it follows and you enjoy this, stick with us and help us put this out there for more people to enjoy in this fun adventure. Um, I want to thank Cobalt Press for Tomes of Beast Creature Codex. Uh, we've used a fair portion of some of their stuff and plan to use a lot more. We might see a little bit more combat uh, coming into the second half of strange things as we start picking up. Uh, we just hit mid-game. Um, so it, it's all to the climax and and uh, beyond from here. Uh, so thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I want to thank Sirenscape for all their lovely music to help set the mood. I usually have a small handful of sound packs that we use because it's it's hard to code and, and give a list for all of you guys. But if you want any information, go ahead and check Sirenscape. In our podcast down below, there's links for everything. So feel free. You can see everything that we use and how we use them. And, uh, yeah, from here, I, I, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank, uh, thank you guys, the players, for being part of this. And, you know, all in all, just remember one thing. Keep your opportunities open. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I love it so much. Him and Dusty are my I favorite. I love how we keep calling him Dusty, even though he specifically asked so to be called Dash. Cool.